The wonderful world of watercolor and the practice of painting watercolors is an amazing journey that will take you places you don't expect. It's a remarkably low-tech option for spending time in a positive way that can enhance the rest of your life. Well, it might be a little intimidating to start a new enterprise or craft at an older age when you haven't been in school for a long time. After you get over your initial feeling that you won't be able to learn anymore or even flashbacks to being in a classroom where you didn't feel very confident or worried about grades, once you get over that and self-judgment, you can have an open mind towards a new way of thinking. So if you come into a good watercolor class, the teacher will show you that talent is not very important. In fact, everybody has talent. Everybody's born an artist. We just sometimes program that out of people through the school system, unfortunately, many times, because we live in such a left brain world where the most important thing is being good at language and math in most schools. That's what they grade you on. And art is sort of shoved to the side for a few, oh, quote-unquote, talented youngsters that can draw already or impress their friends with their ability. And the rest of the people in the class think, oh, okay, well, I won't be an artist. And now, when you're first born, you don't think that. You just pick up a piece of paper and start painting and your mom puts it on the refrigerator, hopefully. Another thing that deters people from believing that they are artists is not just the school system, but parents very rightly discourage young people from becoming artists. Why? They love their children, and they don't want their children to starve. They know that being an artist is a very low-paying profession, and truly, most artists have to have other jobs. So... I can understand why artists uh, get discouraged at an early age. Now, later in life, and if a young person persists in their idea of wanting to become an artist, they might be encouraged to go to an art college or a professional commercial art school, such as Rhode Island School of Design, where at the end of it, you probably can find a pretty well-paying job working for some corporation designing packaging or advertising. I tried that route earlier in my life, where I worked for ad companies and did illustrations for book companies, because I always loved art, and I thought this would be a good, good way to earn money. I got a little help from my uncles who worked in the field, and I got some jobs working in animation and other types of jobs that require you to draw or paint. But with, after a few years of enjoying the money that was coming in, I felt that it was really not for me. I wasn't happy. Why not? Because in commercial art, you're having to do what the boss wants you to do. And within a certain amount of time, you don't get a whole lot of choice about what you're going to be doing. And you're under pressure to finish things on the clock. That is a very poor environment for creativity and certainly for originality. So after a while, I switched over to teaching art, which is another, which is a very low-paying profession by comparison, but I found that it was much more fun for me to be making art with students and sharing my knowledge about colors and how paints work and so on.
So very few people, in fact, I read the statistic, one in a hundred thousand people list the word artist on their tax return. I don't know if they are embarrassed or they they want to think of their other jobs, such as teaching as their main profession and artist is just on the side. Who knows? Different countries and different parts of this country respect artists more or less in different areas as a profession. But certainly, where I was for 45 years, there was a certain amount of prejudice against the title of artist because they thought of the people that heard that I was an artist thought, well, you you probably are just having fun and being lazy doing whatever you want. And so they might ask me, are you in a museum? Or another rude question, how many paintings have you sold and how much did they make? So that that's totally off the, the uh, point of being an artist. Of course, you have to make money, but that isn't how you measure your success. In fact, the art market, the price of paintings, has very little to do with the quality of the art. Most artists don't make very much money in their lifetime, and most very good artists don't make any money at all. A few get captured by the the media and get uh, into that world where people can make money by investing in art, and they don't even care if the art's good or not. All they care about is, are they going to make some money on this? That's a totally different world that's pretty unconnected with the quality of the art. And many other artists these days are even making art that can't even be sold, like environmental art. And they, they are just pursuing their profession in a way that may not earn money, may earn money, may not earn money. You've all heard of Banksy, right? So... I may you may even heard of his recent joke he'd had on the art market where somebody cut down one of his posters. If you don't know, Banksy is an anonymous artist that puts art all over the city, uh, and they could cut down one of his posters or or uh, murals and sold it as I think it was Sotheby's, and he had engineered it so that it would dissolve in front of the minute that it was sold for some million dollars or whatever it was, it was dissolving in front of the eyes of patrons. So that was a very shocking and a wonderful trick, I thought, to kind of laughing at the art market. So people are not encouraged to be artists for many reasons, and I have many students. I've probably taught over 5,000 students over the last 45, 50 years, and many of them, uh, mostly adults, I've taught. Many of them have been waiting their whole life till they retire so they can do a little art. And that's wonderful to have them, but I I think it would be better if those who were inclined towards the arts had more opportunities for encouraged in being in the art, and if that is their their bent, or making money in the arts in a legitimate way, then that we could get into a whole discussion about that. But these are some of the factors that prevent people from signing up for an art class. These are prejudices in their mind, but once they get into the class. We, we can get started and teach the basic tools of how the mechanics of the materials work. And we spend a lot of time on that. And once you learn, you realize that just like we're learning to read, you can certainly learn how to use a brush and how to uh, discover how colors are made and so on. That's just something you can learn. And it has nothing to do with talent. So that's what gets you into the classroom. Next, we will talk about what happens once you get there.